Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Wow, that energy is something this morning. <laughs> From about three of us. Anyway, <laughs> so glad you guys could join us online. So glad you could join us in person. I am expectant this morning that it's going to be a great day. Um, come on up with Nick. My expectations? My expectations are so much energy. All right, still the teenagers are like, mm. <laughs> yeah, the edgy's got it. Don't worry. <laughs> Jeff, you come on up to the deck. No, because I I changed the declaration, so he doesn't have the right one. So stand, and I'm just going to read this declaration over you. I step out of the valley of indecision and walk in the realms of the unseen. I have a very specific and glorious inheritance in Christ, and the Holy Spirit wants to teach me how to tap into more of it in 2023. Okay. I step out of the valley of indecision and walk in the realms of the unseen. I have a very specific and glorious inheritance in Christ, and the Holy Spirit wants to teach me how to tap into more of it in 2023. Okay. I step out of the valley of indecision and walk in the realms of the unseen. I have a very specific and glorious inheritance in Christ, and the Holy Spirit wants to teach me how to tap into more of it in 2023. So let's worship. With with the uh, when we're doing these declarations, one thing to keep in mind is is we are making prophetic declarations. Be sure to do a prophetic act along with that declaration. Don't just let the the declaration and the words go. Actually, put motion to it and, and action as well. We were talking, oh, remember, last week we were talking about how um, we all need to pull on each other, you know, for worship. It's not, I really hate it when it feels like we're up here and you guys are down here and we're just, I just hate that. So could you guys just help me out here and come? I learned, I want to feel like we're doing it together. And I love to play the piano and be in a microphone, but the the real thing is, is I would even love more actually just to leave it alone and just be in a circle singing with you guys. But it is energizing to have some music. So I'm willing to do that. If you guys are willing to come up here and actually worship with me. Hey, we just stepped out of the valley of indecision. What are you doing? My goodness.
good because I didn't even plan the music till today. Yeah. So. <clears throat> a sound I love to hear. It's the sound of the Savior's robe as he walks into the room where people praise, where we hear praises he gives. Faith! There is a sound I love to hear. It's the sound of the Savior's robe as he walks to the room where people pray, where we hear worship, he is faith. Awake my soul and sing, sing his praise aloud, sing his praise aloud. Oh, awake my soul and sing, sing his praise aloud, sing his praise aloud. There is a sound that changes things, it's the sound of its people on their knees. Awake you slumbering, it's time to worship him, awake my soul and sing. Sing his praise aloud, sing his praise aloud. Oh, awake my soul and sing, sing his praise aloud, sing his praise aloud. And when he moves and when we pray, we're stood awake. Don't hold it in. 
sing, sing his praise aloud, sing his praise aloud. Overrate my soul and sing, sing his praise aloud, sing his praise aloud. And when he moves, and when he moves, and when we pray, where stood a wall now stands away. Where every promise is amen. And when he moves, make no mistake, the bells of hell begin to shake. Oh, hail the Lord, oh, hail the King. Sing his praise aloud, sing his praise aloud. Oh, awake my soul and sing, sing his praise aloud, sing his praise aloud. I love this next song um, because it's asking, really ask, um, Jesus, you're beautiful. With Spirit of wisdom, open my eyes again. Spirit of revelation, open my heart again. Because I want to see you. I want to see you rightly, Jesus. That's so powerful. So powerful. And there's no one like him. So when we're singing this, I want you to just... Let that spirit of wisdom and revelation open your heart. Spirit of wisdom, open my eyes again. Spirit of revelation, open my heart again. Spirit of wisdom, open my eyes again. Spirit of revelation, open my heart. Cause I want to see you, Lord. I See you, see you rightly, Jesus. I want to see you. Lord, I want to see you, see you rightly, Jesus. Cause I know that your eyes are like flames of fire I know that your head is white as wool I know that your voice, it sounds like waters Jesus, you're beautiful I know that your eyes are like flames of fire I know that your head is white as wool I know that your voice sounds like waters Jesus, you're beautiful I know that your head 
your eyes are flames of fire. I know that your hair, white as wool. I know that your voice sounds like waters. Jesus, you're beautiful. I know that your eyes are like flames of fire. I know your head is white as wool. I know your voice sounds like waters. Jesus, you're beautiful. Your eyes are like flames of fire. Sing it, you guys. Jesus, you're beautiful. There is no one like you in the heavens or on the earth. There is no one like you in the heavens or on the earth. There is no one like you in the heavens or on the earth. There is no one like you in the heavens or on the earth. There is no one like you in the heavens or on the there is no one like you in the heavens or on the Revelations 1, starting in verse 12. It says, When I turned to see the voice that was speaking to me, I saw seven golden lampstands. And walking among the lampstands, I saw someone like a son of man wearing a full-length robe with a golden sash over his chest. His head and his hair were white like wool, white as glistening snow. And his eyes were like flames of fire. His feet were gleaming like bright metal, as though they were glowing in a fire. And his voice was like the roar of many rushing waters. In his right hand, he held seven stars, and out of his mouth was a sharp double-edged sword. And his face, it was shining like the brightness of the blinding sun. When I saw him, I fell down at his feet as good as dead. But he laid his right hand on me, and I heard his reassuring voice say, Do not yield to fear. I am the beginning, and I am the end, the living one. I was dead, but now look, I am alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys that unlock death and the unseen world. Now I want you to write what you have seen, what is and what will be, the things that I reveal to you. The mystery of the lampstands and the seven stars is this. The seven lampstands are the seven churches, and the seven stars at my right hand are the seven messengers of the seven churches. Don't tune out when you're singing songs like this. This is straight out of scripture. If you need a vision of King Jesus, this is it. Yes. Right? His eyes are like fire, his hair like wool. 
just look at his robe. If you can't find anything else to look at, look at his robe or the golden sash across his chest. And if you've got nothing else to say, just begin to declare to him, there is no one like you in all the earth. You guys, you have to allow him to fill your mouth with praise if you're going to honor him rightly. So just borrow the words of the song. There's no one like you in all the earth. And then allow him to open your eyes so you can see. Listen to this, because this is another part of the song that we're singing. I pray. Hold on. Let me see where I should start. I pray that the Father of glory, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, would impart to you the riches of the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation to know him through your deepening intimacy with him. I pray that the light of God will illuminate the eyes of your imagination, flooding you with light until you experience the full revelation of the hope of his calling. That is the wealth of God's glorious inheritance that he finds in us, his holy ones. So just begin to ask him for the, the, the gift of wisdom and revelation that he would enlighten your imagination to rightly see him.
flames of fire. I know that your head is white as wool. I know that your voice, it sounds like waters. Jesus, you're beautiful. I know that your eyes are like flames of fire. I know that your head is white as wool. I know that your voice, it sounds like waters. Jesus, you're beautiful. 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 Thank you. 
Thank you for the cross, Lord. Thank you for the price you paid. Bearing all my sin and shame, in love you came and gave amazing grace. Thank you for this love, Lord. Thank you for your nail-pierced hands. Wash me in your cleansing flow. Now all I know is your forgiveness and
Jesus. We crown you with many crowns. All is for your glory. All is for your glory, Jesus. just one chief and two men's purpose and one main reason for existence all man's main and high ambitions will one day be brought low will one day be brought Treasure you above all others To love you like we love no other Your greatness soon will be uncovered And all the earth will then know And all the earth will then know you alone will be exalted in that day, and worthless goals will be exposed as idols that we've made. But you alone will be exalted in that day, and you'll be seen as rightful king, and from our hearts we'll say. So put me anywhere, 
Just put your glory in me, and I'll serve anywhere. Just let me see your beauty, put me anywhere. Just put your glory in me, and I'll serve anywhere. Just let me see your beauty, put me anywhere. Put your glory in me, and I'll serve anywhere. Just let me see your beauty, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, catch me up, catch me up, catch me up. In your story all my life, for your glory, catch me up. In your story all my life, for your glory, catch me up. In your story all my life, for your glory, catch me up. In your story all my life, for your glory, oh, my joy, my delight, my God, my joy. My God, my joy and my delight. My God, my joy. Catch me up in your story of my life for your glory. Catch me up in your story of my life. It's for your glory. Catch me up in your story all my life. For your glory, catch me up, catch me up, catch me up, catch me up, catch me up in your story all my life. For your glory, catch me up, catch me up, Jesus, catch me up in your story all my life. For your glory, catch me up in your story all my life. For your glory, my joy and my delight, my God, my joy and my delight. Okay, guys. We sing songs like this, it put me anywhere, right? And I love that, that Robin challenged us at the very beginning. She's like, I'm not doing this if you guys aren't going to be excited. If you're not going to participate, I think is what she was <laughs> intending to mean. If you're not going to participate, I'm not doing this. And I like that. I like that because what she's doing is she's, she's creating a bar and saying, like, let's go, right? We have created this space to look like this intentionally. Some of you weren't here last week, but we've done this intentionally because this isn't about a platform anymore. This is about a body. And if you've said yes to Jesus and you're part of the body of Christ and that the prayer on our lips should be, put me anywhere. I'll do anything 
to bring you glory. And the problem is, is that we are mostly in compromise. We're mostly in compromise. We show up here on Sunday and we get the feel good songs and we get the, the, the message and we get excited and we get that fire under our butts to go out and do something for the Lord. And it doesn't make it past the door because there's no real commitment. And what I feel in the room this morning is an ask. Will you commit your life to Jesus? And this seems so elementary to me. And I'm like, God, are you sure? You know, like we're, we're going to do an altar call for salvation this morning. But I feel like that's it. I feel like that's what we need to be thinking right now is like, am I actually serious when I'm singing along with Robin going like, put me anywhere. Am I serious? That I'll represent you. This is what you're saying. When you're singing the song, put me anywhere. You're saying, I will represent you anywhere I go. When the, the cash register person, what do they call them? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? Is in a bad mood? You should be saying, your life should be saying, oh, you put me here. You put me here to represent you. When you're doing the same thing day in, day out, and you're bored to tears, you should be reminded, you said, put me anywhere. Just put your glory on me. Do we even understand what it is we're singing? Are we here half-hearted? You guys, we can't continue to gather here on Sundays. I'm just going to reiterate what she said. I'm not doing this anymore if the only reason we're gathering is just to feel good about ourselves for a moment. Because that's not what it's about. It's about carrying Jesus into the world. He calls himself the desires of the nation. Who's going to put him on display so the nations know what to even desire? We're half-hearted. And he's looking for a wholehearted people. Some of us need to commit full on to being his. Our, our song, Put Me Anywhere, needs to mean something. Some of you are just playing games. And God's looking for commitment. The, the gone, really gone, are the days where you can be one foot in and one foot out. He wants all of you. And he's just not going to put up with the games anymore. And I know that this is probably more sobering than you planned for your Sunday morning. But there is a seriousness in God's tone this morning. Like, are you in? Do you want to be known and identified as his? Just need to commit. Commit fully. Stop playing the games. Stop getting ensnared in sin. Commit all the way. Be his all the way. What have you brought into the room this morning? It's, it's not my responsibility to carry the room. It's not Robin's responsibility to carry the room. I can get excited. I can get exuberant. I'm good at it. But if you're leaning on my exuberance, what are you going to do when you get out there?
I'm totally going to put you on the spot. Robin, can you um, sing Create a New Clean Heart? You want this? Am I on? Okay. Um, Robin's going to sing this song. I, I want you to get in a space. Like some of you need to break yourself apart from the people that you're standing next to to get real with God. And, and as she's singing the song, just like make a commitment with Jesus if that's what you want to do. If not, fine. But you need to ask him, what does it look like for, for me to make a commitment to you? What does it look like for me to, to mean, put me anywhere? Just put your glory on me. Some of you have been playing games for so long. But as Robin sings a song, and it's an easy song, I want you to really ask. Be real with yourselves. We're just going to have a, a, a call to salvation this morning. But if you want to be fully his, get into a space where you can commune with him for a minute. And do some business with the Lord. Okay? You know, I was thinking, um, Jesus said that he wants you to be hot or cold. Because if you're lukewarm, he'll spit you out. Imagine if you were taking a bite of an ice cream cone and you love how cold and refreshing it is, but if it was all melted in you know, room temperature, it would be nasty. I don't think you'd eat it. Or imagine you're taking a sip of hot coffee and it feels so warm going down. But if that coffee was room temperature, probably wouldn't be very appetizing. And that's what Jesus is saying about our commitment to him. I think sometimes we don't be hot or cold because we don't realize what he's done for us or who he is. You know, I want you to imagine right now that the world, go back to the very beginning, okay, where the stars and the angels, everything was singing together as God laid the foundations of the earth. Oh, they were so excited, and he put the oceans and the land and the animals, every good thing on this planet, because he's like, I'm doing this for my kids. I'm going to take them right out of me. And I want them to have this place, and I want them to be the boss of it. And I want it to be perfect and glorious. And it's for them because I love them so much. So he lays it all, and then he makes man, and he puts him in the garden. The, such an expression of love. Even the angels are probably jealous. And you guys all know what happens after that, but Jesus was like, oh, no, you don't, Satan. You're not going to, this isn't going to happen. You're not going to take what's mine. So then he comes himself and dies a brutal death on the cross. Because he's like, nope, those are mine. Those are my people. He will go to any lengths for you. Any lengths. He's such a good daddy. And all he wants is to think of a relationship you have with a person. Who wants niceties? You need to be hot or cold. And I can't imagine living in this, on this planet, especially 
you know, how things are kind of developing. I'd hate to be here without Jesus because he's the reason I'm okay. We do not live as those who have no hope. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, O Spirit from me, restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and renew a right spirit within me. I got up here a little while ago to, to say something. I'm not sure if everybody heard me or not. So there's a lot of movement and talking going on. But when, when we start seeing these things and, and making declarations, do something at the same time. Don't just let a prophetic declaration be spoken. Make a prophetic act at the same time. Put some movement behind it. Put some action behind it. As she's singing, give us a clean heart. Do something. Get on your knees. Get up. Move. Don't just sit there and let the moment go by. Robin, will you sing that one more time, please? Create in me a clean heart, O God. And renew a right spirit within me. Create in me a clean heart, O God. And renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, O Lord. Take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. And 
Great Spirit within me. God, we want to be yours. We don't want to be lukewarm. God, make us hot. We want to be hot. Jesus, I just so love you for just being you and everything else in the world could go wrong. You're still you. You're still king. You're still beautiful. And you still love me. And the gift of salvation is still mine. When I look into your holiness, when I gaze into your loveliness, when all things that surround become shadows in the light of you, when I found the joy of reaching your heart, when my will becomes enthroned in your love, when all things that surround become shadows in the light of you. I worship you. I worship you. The reason I live is to worship you and I worship you I worship you the reason I live is to worship you
Flowing through me, Holy Spirit, come and fill me up. Come and fill me up. Love and mercy fill my senses. I am thirsty. For your presence, Lord, come and fill me up. Lord, let your mercy wash away all of my sin. Fill me completely with your love once again. I need you, I want you, I love your presence. I need you, I want you, I love your presence. I can feel you flowing through. As you begin to engage in the glory that's filling this room, if you engage in it, you will fill it. You will fill it. It's so hard to miss. Thank you. 
I challenge you guys to start to look at the world differently. When you look into the skies or look at the trees blowing in the wind, I challenge you to see God's miraculous creativity in that. When you begin to look for that stuff, it just appears all over. And then you realize just how big and beautiful he is and how much he loves us. If you need something to drive that, just look all around you. I just think for for those of us that have been walking under the influence of Holy Spirit for some time, I just think that we need to start telling our stories because our stories are inspirational. Our stories are, there's substance to it. And and I want to start by talking about the upper room. We know that Jesus, when he ascended into heaven, he told the boys to stay, pray, wait, because he's sending a helper. The helper is Holy Spirit. Now, these guys had never experienced anything like they were about to experience. And they're all hanging out in the space that they called the upper room. And there were more than just the 12 that were there. There were other people that gathered there, and they prayed, and they waited, and they prayed, and they waited. And then one morning, a violent wind, we can know that it was a violent wind, just began to fill the space that they were in. Can you imagine Like, we're sitting here right now. And a violent wind all of a sudden just comes through. No windows open. A violent wind just begins to fill the room. And then it says that tongues of fire came over them. And they all began to speak in other tongues. I can't imagine what this room would have looked like. It's full of people and it's full of power. It's full of an energy that they have never experienced before. And it provokes immediate action. They're in an upper room, so we know there's stairs, right? And I can only imagine that they tumble out onto the streets. And there's people everywhere. And they're like, what in the world? These boys are drunk well before drinking time. They probably appear mad before the, 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 the onlookers. And what does Peter do? Peter, the one that just denied Christ, what does he do? He gets up and he starts preaching. He gets up and he starts preaching. He gets up and he's like gathering to the people. You're never going to believe, right? And he starts telling them all the history. Because suddenly it all makes sense to him. Suddenly, he could put all the pieces together because that's the power of Holy Spirit in our lives. Suddenly, we know things that we didn't know prior. That's that gift of the spirit of wisdom and revelation. We suddenly just are enlightened and we know things. Not because we tried to get smart, but because Holy Spirit is. 
And if you read in the book of Acts, it's a story about multiplication. Things would happen. They would go places and they would preach and numbers were added. We're talking about 500, 5,000. I mean, numbers were added to their community on a regular basis. And it actually says that every time that this happens, there was a fresh outpouring. Was it just on the ones added? No! Everyone got to experience this fresh infilling of the Spirit. Everyone. Because numbers were added. And I'm sitting back here and I'm thinking, Lord Jesus, there are people in the room, because I could feel it, that are taking seriously this moment and they're going like, I want to be in. I want to be all the way in. And maybe you're thinking in the back of your head because we're so duplistic, you're thinking in the back of my mind like, I hope this takes. You know what I'm saying? Anyone? I've been there. Listen, I've answered many altar calls, but I was the one that was like, my hand was here. Because back when I was growing up and you're answering altar calls, you know, it was fanfare. Like, come up front! And everybody like applauded and it was loud and I was shy. But I answered every one of them from my hip. But here's the deal. If anybody in this room has chosen to follow Jesus afresh today, we all benefit from the outpouring. We all do. And you know what's fascinating to me? Is it, okay, I will. It wasn't just this soft, quiet moment. Oftentimes, and oftentimes this even happened like when they were facing opposition, like the boys were freshly released from prison, right? And they all gathered together and they exalted the one who matters most. And the, the infilling, the outpouring that they experienced shook rooms. Can you imagine being in this space and people making that kind of a thunderous commitment that God wants to, wants to like match the response. And he shakes things. That's what I'm after. That's what I want. That's what I want. I want commitment like that. That means something beyond the front door. Or the back door, whichever you use. Most, I think most of us are back door people here anyway. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, let's want that. Let's want that kind of experience with him. It's ours. It's what he wants for us. When Robin was singing the song, Put Me Anywhere, it was an invitation for us all. It means we're not just showing up here to rely on somebody else. We are no longer consumers. There is no such thing as a Christian brand. But yet we treat Christ like consumers. You're it. You're it. You're the one bringing the something. So don't show up here empty-handed. Because I am looking for something. 
I'm looking for the shaking. I'm looking for the fresh power poured out. But this means that we all have to be going before him every moment of every day. What do you want? What do you want from me? How can I best honor you in this moment so that when we do gather together, we all have something to bring? We set the mics out here so that y'all could get out of your comfort zone and come and bring your peace. We've been talking for a long time now about what we bring to the table. I don't want to talk about what you bring to the table anymore. I want to see it. I want to see what you bring to the table. And I'm not talking about manufacturing anything. I'm talking about the thing that scares you half to death just to take one step forward. I want you to bring it. Even if it's just to get up here and say, I love Jesus. You better do it with gusto. But I want you to bring your something. And for those of you that are thinking to yourself, yeah, well, I just wasn't made that way. Neither was I. You know? Neither was I. I was crippled by timidity. Holy Spirit changes things. Changes things dramatically. So I want to tell you my story. And then I want those of you who have had encounter with Holy Spirit to please come up here and share your story. Here's mine. I have little baby Dylan. Little baby Dylan. And I am in this, this time of my life where I am like ravenously hungry. I need to know more about this God. Now, I had been introduced to Christianity several years prior to this, but this was a moment where it was like the commitment that I'm talking about. Am I going to go all in here? And God met me where I was at, and I'm not kidding you, I could not get enough of him. I was asking everybody everywhere, what do you know about him? And I got some really crap information, and I got some really great information. I had never been baptized the way that Christians are baptized. I was raised Catholic, so I was sprinkled as a baby, which I think is profound. But we won't get into that. So I signed up for this baptism that we were going to do at church. John was not home. He was out on the road doing kale. And so it was just me and baby Dylan. And we went to church the Sunday morning, and I knew it was the, the morning that I was going to get baptized. We were going out to the lake. It was a whole thing. And um, the, the entire teaching was on order. There's order in the kingdom. And how you have to be water baptized before you can be baptized by the Spirit. And the entire morning, I am shaking like crazy. I cannot contain myself. I'm even asking people around me, I can't, I don't know what's going on. Like I had never experienced anything like this ever. And nobody can just, just there, there, go sit back down kind of thing. So at the end, um, we were, those of us, there were four of us that were getting baptized. And they called us up so they could pray for us. And, and this, this was an old barracks. Our church was an old barracks. And so the, um, the aisle to the front was a hundred miles long. I had plenty of time to shake like a leaf all the way up there and I handed the baby off because I was really, I mean, I was shaking that bad. And I get up there and, and the pastor begins his little spiel about, about being baptized by water and no one even prayed for me and I went, boom! Hit the ground. 
so much for order, right? And a sweet, dear lady followed me down to the ground, and she just began to just, like, pray over me. And, um, and, and my life has never been the same again. I did go, and I got baptized, but before I did it, I could not. I'm telling you, I couldn't get enough of him. I went off while everybody else was doing the picnic thing. I went off, and I sat down by the shore, and I'm looking out across the lake, and everything is so vibrant. I love that you said that. It was like, look, look around. Everything should be different. Because it was. My eyes were illuminated. I could see things that I never saw before this moment. Holy Spirit changes everything. But here's the deal. He will not enter into a space where he's going to be held captive. He just won't do it. But everything has changed. And that wasn't the only moment that I've had where I've encountered him in this full way in this full measure where there's this fresh infilling. It's happened over and over and over and over again. But that was the most dramatic. It was my first introduction to Holy Spirit. And I have never, ever, ever, ever been the same again. I've run into people who knew me when I was in high school, and they're like, what happened, you know? Because I really was that shy. So <laughs> your excuse is crap. Who's next? <laughs> I know who's had an encounter with Holy Spirit. I don't. I don't have a story, but I have a word. Um, during worship and continuing now, I, I, I see pillars of light coming into this room, um, and it's like waterfalls of glory coming in, and 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 I see the room filling up. And I see each of us has this little dam around us that is um, creating a safe space. Um, because really, the glory isn't, isn't a safe space. It's is not a safe space. It's, it is a, a space that requires courage. <laughs> And um, and I I just asked the Lord what is what is this and he he says each of us has something that is um, that is too ugly that is it's a sin it's a fear um, and it's and it's just something that that we're holding back because we think it's too ugly to be washed in the glory of God and um, Holy Spirit said. Um, it's no longer your choice. Um, I'm taking that thing, that that fear, that sin, that ugliness. I forgive you, and it's done because I refuse to be separated from you. I refuse for you to have a dam preventing me washing your feet. You know, and it starts with our feet, but this room is filling up. You know, and and what he wants is for us to drown. And, um, you know, we we can't. It's not something. That's, it's not a drowning that kills you. It's a drowning that fills you. And um, and yeah, that's that's what I got for today.
<laughs> I was about to get up and get a mic, but then I'm like, I don't want to interrupt what Robin's doing. Sorry, my bad. I should have got up and got a mic. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, when we were singing, I just had a vision of houses. Of I've been in all of your guys' houses at one point, except Megan's. Should go visit you. <laughs> um, but I've been in your houses, and I just saw Jesus walking in your houses. And he's a very polite house guest. He will knock, and he won't go in rooms that you don't want him in. But he's saying he wants in those rooms. He wants in that closet that's filled with clutter because he wants to help you declutter it. He will take out the stuff. He will move that stuff out for you. And so I just see him standing outside those doors of those closets that you don't want him in, that drawer that just has that junk in it. And he's standing there waiting for you to say, you can open it. Because he'll even open it for you. You don't even have to open it. You just have to give that permission for him to go into that space. So that's what I have. I have a Holy Spirit story also. Shy. Okay. So this was, I don't even know how many years ago. 2018 probably. And we had been meeting Lisa, Angie, I, and Courtney had been meeting at our house, and we were doing a Bible study that Angie started us in Revelations. Perfect spot to start. <laughs> um, the Holy Spirit fully led that. And we had been meeting for a few weeks, maybe months now at this point, and this week, Angie and Lisa were there, and had realized that I've never been prayed over about Holy Spirit, right? Like, never been baptized by Holy Spirit. And they're like, well, we're fixing this now, right? So sitting on the couch in my living room, praying for me, and lots of things, lots of words spoken over. If you've never been prayed over by Lisa and Angie, it's powerful. <laughs> they have some power behind them for sure. Um, but one of the biggest things that Holy Spirit did in that moment is I would have thought that I was flying. Like, I don't know how else to describe it. It was no gravity involved. Like, just there, felt like you're flying. Um, and one of the most powerful images in that time with Holy Spirit, probably, was that he took me back. And if you know my story, I was in a car accident when I was 10. He took me back to being in that car, in the seat. See if I can say this without crying. And looking over. So I was in the back seat of this car, right? My mom and brother were in the front. I was in the back seat by myself and looking over in that car, looking over and I could see Jesus sitting next to me, holding my hand. Like, I just don't know how else, like it was so like that vision. I was, I was back there. Like God doesn't have any time or space, right? I have no doubt. I was back there in that moment and Jesus was sitting right next to me. So that was probably one of the most powerful Holy Spirit times with me, for me, and still a time that I go back to regularly and he reminds me, like, I was there in the worst of times for you. I'm going to be here in the best of times. So, yes. I just uh, was checking the comments from online and, and Lisa said you haven't been to her house, so you got to come visit her too. Um, my, my Holy Spirit encounter was, uh, was a, a little bit more muted than Angie's, uh, to, a, to an extent. Uh, what, what I can remember leading up to that was really about, uh, positioning, positioning myself in, in 
just a, a, a space of, of, of where he was at, where encounter was happening. I wasn't out asking people all the questions and, and, and looking for more information. I was just kind of there and somewhat existing and as John would describe it, mean mug and everybody. And, uh, but, uh, at youth group, uh, Tiffany and myself were, were, uh, with John and Angie, we were doing youth group and, uh, we would turn the lights off, put worship music on and, and just let everybody encounter Jesus. And, uh, one, one night there, uh, I had an encounter with Holy Spirit and I wound up up against a wall, kind of slumped over, having much the same experience of flying, like no gravity involved, just flying and, and just being with Holy Spirit. And, and it was, it was a, a very real experience. Like I was not in the basement of this church. I was, uh, in a bright, sunny day floating through the clouds. And I, well, I, I wouldn't say floating. We were, we were moving pretty fast. Uh, but it was, it was something that was very profound, uh, in the simplicity of it all. And it really, it really marked me. And, and since then, um, things haven't been the same for me. It was, it was a big shift from, from when I walked in that night to when I walked out. It was completely different. And, um, the exciting thing is, is those encounters just continue to, to build, build and, and, um, and really kind of grow. And so, um, position yourselves in the right places. Get hungry, like Angie was talking about. Ask questions. You know, uh, the, the one verse that has been, uh, uh, on my heart recently is, you know, knock. Ask the questions. Seek him out. Knock on the door. He's there for you. Ready to give you answers. Ready to open the door. And it's just simply pursuit. That's why I was saying, get up and take action. Speak the prophetic word. Do the prophetic act. All right. Who's next? So I didn't exactly encounter the Holy Spirit per se, but I have noticed uh, as I started to trust him uh, that I started to gain more growth. Uh, back in 2020, I was a depressed piece of you-know-what. I was pathetic. But as soon as I started to realize, I, all I had to do was just push through, you know, willpower and all that. I started to realize, hey, look, things are starting to get better. I get a job. Oh, hey, neat. It's starting to get better. I give tie. That's very important. Oh, hey, look, it's getting better. And I keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And I start to think to myself, this isn't me. Hey, at least I'm growing, but this isn't me. This is God. He's giving me strength. Before, you know, whenever I'd wake up, it would be so flippin' difficult to wake up. I just, uh, you know? 
But now, as soon as that alarm, well, honestly, I'm kind of cheating because I have an alarm an hour before, but as soon as the final alarm comes up, instant, I'm up, I'm ready to roll. I am going to kick some, you know what, I got to keep this rated G, uh, kick some butt. I apologize. But I realize that this isn't my strength. Hey, God's strength is allowing me to gain more strength, but this isn't all me. And that's pretty cool. I haven't been able to, you know, talk to God or see him, but I know he's there, which is pretty neat. Pepper's at her house, too. You got to come visit her, too. So you got, you got some traveling to do. <laughs> Anyone else? Okay, good. Okay, so as a, mine is back when I was a child, um, didn't grow up going to church, wasn't taught who God was, but I had a dream one time. And I was watching this man paint on an eel, and a face started appearing as he's painting, and he kept saying, beautiful. Ah, yes, that's perfect. And just kept painting this person. Well, then towards the end, it was me that he was uh, painting. And again, I didn't know who he was. Um, so that was probably one of my first encounters with Jesus. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> Who else? Uh, you guys are talking about like back with your kids, back in high school. Um, I grew up in a church. I also grew up rebelling and running away and doing a lot of stupid things. Um, but I can look back and see see God's protection on my life. A lot of stupid things. Don't be dumb, kids. Who's next? Come on. I know you all got stories. I know you've got one. You can you can look at me with that. <laughs> Hiding under a blanket doesn't change the fact that I know you're there. I could spend all day. No. I, I'll tell you a couple stories. Um, I don't need that. <laughs> um, the first one is going to go back to the time that uh, Vince was talking about when we did all the youth group together. And the church that we were at, uh, they made a change and they decided that we were going to be purpose driven and uh, friendly. And they asked, uh, they wanted me to start taking teachings from the youth group at whatever church that is and basically plagiarize them as my own. And I did because they asked me to. It sucked so bad. It was me throughout the week going through these teachings and changing names and stuff like that and trying to make it my own. And it was the worst time of youth group 
there was no uh, moving. There wasn't. I wasn't let Jesus speak through me. I was hoping that He would take something that somebody else got, and that would work for the, the kids that we were trying to touch. And so one night, I kind of just had enough, and I'm like, God, I don't want to do this no more. It's so stupid. And so he had me go to Joel or Job, the book of Job, which one always does when they want to move of God. And, <laughs> and it was amazing, though. We sat there and read about how, you know, Job went through all of his trials and stuff like that. And he never sinned. He never cursed God, which is what Satan wanted the whole time. And then we went to the end of Job and started talking about how God started bragging on himself. You know, where were you when I did this? Where were you when... You know, I created the world and you and the dinosaurs and all that stuff. And uh, I got to watch what it did to those kids. I mean, it was so effortless and basically flawless because the Holy Spirit was involved that basically we started to move with the youth group in that church that, you know, when they say the Holy Spirit is offensive, we offended the adults in that church. Okay? Because they were so free. These kids were speaking in tongues and stuff. And we didn't even pray for it. I mean, I don't ever remember laying my hands on one kid asking them to receive the Holy Spirit. It just happened. And they would speak in tongues. And then we'd get a tongue lashing from parents. My kid's in the room speaking in tongues. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, I don't even do that. Well, you know, sorry. But, you know, and but it was so fun to watch these kids. And then the sad part of it, and this, you know, this sucks, but the adults in the room squashed it because they couldn't handle it. And then we got to watch this, this youth group just kind of fade away because the adults didn't like what was going on. They didn't want that freedom. So don't, moral of the story here for you young people is, I've got to be careful how I say this because it can be taken the wrong way. When the Holy Spirit moving, don't be intimidated to have that stop in you. All right, let it happen because it's Him. Especially when you get that freedom like Angie got. I mean, I, I grew up with her. I watched her be terrified. I watched her run out of rooms when she had to do a speech at school. And now look at her. She can come up here and do this. I got to watch Vince get changed. Because he was a grumpy old man at 24 years old or whatever he was. <laughs> okay. And I did. I still remember when he was talking about he was floating. We couldn't find him. We we couldn't find him when we finally found him up laying against the wall, leaned over like this, and we're all going, what's wrong with you? <laughs> and he goes, he's giggling. He's like, I'm floating. <laughs> it was awesome. Sorry, I had to be part of that. The other one was... Uh, um, we decided to go on a, was that a 10-day fast? And uh, I was in construction at the time. It really stinks when you're fasting and going to construction every day and working really hard. Um, it was a great, it was a great 10 days, though. It was, it was brilliant. When we did, we had so much fun. There was so much laughter. But one of the moments I had was, um, this is kind of gross, but I have to tell you, uh, we had we were put, we were siding these duplexes and basically we had a pee corner outside because we didn't have any places to go to the bathroom and so we we picked a spot and that's where we went to the bathroom when we had to go and then we worked and we saved that for last of course I got stuck having to do the siding in that particular area so I didn't smell good 
And I was like, I was kind of whining in my head. I'm like, this sucks. I can't believe I have to do this. And this, I don't know, what do you call it? A smell? Fragrance just took over the whole area. And I'm like, whoa, this is pretty cool. And I really didn't pay attention to it, but it never went away. The whole time I was there siding this thing, it took me about four hours to get the corner done, this fragrance was there. And then I walked away and uh basically in my in my spirit I heard, You're welcome. And it was like I got to smell Jesus the whole time I was doing this. And it was awesome. And I've only smelt it a few times since then. But it's been a pretty cool experience every time. I, I, I get to smell it and I'm like, Oh, there you are. It's like here, John, remember? And I get to have a quick sniff. Sniffy sniff. So anyways, those are my stories. So Hello. Oh, it's still on. You didn't even read it. Okay. What what was the line in the song that I've been saying over and over and now I've forgotten? Put me anywhere. I want I want us to gather back around in a circle, okay? Because I, I want to take advantage of a moment. I'm not gonna let you off the hook. For those of you that didn't have a story to share of of your encounters with Jesus, ask him for something else. Ask him for something else, and I want you to get really brief. And again, maybe maybe you just have a scripture on your mind. Maybe you want to pray. Maybe you have a song to sing. I don't know. You know? That was gorgeous. Okay. Just don't leave here without putting your mark on this day. Does that make sense? Okay. So I'm gonna mute it. When you're ready, unmute it.
serve anywhere. Just let me see your beauty, Lord, put me anywhere. Just put your glory in me, and I'll serve anywhere. Just let me see your beauty, oh God, oh My God, my joy and my delight. My God, my joy and my delight. Catch me up in your story all my life. For your glory, catch me up in your story all my life. For your glory, oh God, oh God, all is for your glory, all is for your name. All is for your glory, that in all things, Jesus have the first place. Oh, in all things, have preeminence. Oh, in all things, have the first place. That in all things you'd have preeminence. Catch me up in your story all my life for your glory. Catch me up in your story all my life for your glory. Catch me up. 
in your story all my life for your glory catch me up in your story all my life for your glory catch me up in your story all my life for your glory catch me up in your story all my life for your glory catch me up in your story all my life for your glory catch me up in your story all my life for your glory my god my joy and my delight my god my joy and my delight my god my joy and my delight my god my joy my god my joy you are my joy you are my joy closer than a brother closer than a brother my joy you are my story you are my story you are my story oh you are you are you are you are my story you are my story you are my story Cause you wrote my story you are my story cuz you wrote my story you wrote my story before the beginning you wrote my story before the beginning of time you wrote my story oh in the palm of your hand in the palm of your hand you wrote my story you know the beginning from the end oh you are my story jesus my god my joy and my delight my god my joy and my delight my god my joy and my delight you are my delight i am your delight you are my delight and i am your delight i am your delight last chance for today for today you have something to say okay you just look like you do okay um if you don't have a story you don't have something to say i still want you to make a declaration today um today i step out of my safe space step out of for, my safe to gain the glory to gain and the I glory. want I want each of you to, to, to say 
to just to declare that you step out of your safe space. Step out of my safe space. Are you stepping out of your safe space? Yes. I step out of my safe I'm space. Stepping out. Step out of my safe space. Yeah. I'm stepping out. I'm jumping out. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. Stepping out. Stepping out. Stepping out. Stepping out of my safe space to obtain God's glory. I can't play when I obtain God's glory. <laughs> it's too hard. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs>